Priscilla Presley marked what would have been her daughter, Lisa Marie's 55th birthday on Wednesday by saying she's looking to protect the family. This comes after Priscilla found out she was cut entirely from the will of Lisa Marie, which means Lisa Marie's daughter, Riley Keough, K-E-O-U-G-H, is set to inherit the entire Elvis Presley estate. The entire estate, Miss... (laughs) Priscilla is attempting to invalidate the will, claiming to be protecting the family. People close say it's purely a petty Priscilla money grab. What the hell was Elvis's ex up to? I had to take a walk through Tent City and clear my mind. Put things into perspective. Who was the family Priscilla was trying to protect? They were all dead. How many dirty ass tricks did she pick up from Colonel Tom Parker? And most of all, what the hell did this have to do with me? Change. Yeah, I do. Thanks for asking. How about you, Frank? The attempt on Nordberg's life left me shaken and disturbed. And all the questions kept coming up over and over again, like bubbles in a case of club soda. Why was the I Love You not listed in Ludwig's records? And if it was, did he know about it? And if he didn't, who did? And where the hell was I? A property of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting for the Boys Room Studios. Now, time for your host, Stan the Joke Man. You better believe it. We are on the case. <laughs> Welcome to the Stan the Joke Man Show. Stan the Joke Man talking. Well, I hate to break it to you folks, but... um. Puxatawney Phil is shooting his fucking mouth off again. Yeah. Puxatawney Phil delivered some bad news early Thursday morning. Six more weeks of winter. Well, you fucking drunk rodent. I swear to God, I'm putting some antifreeze in that fucker's food. Yeah. Then throw him in the bonfire to hide the evidence. That's how you do it. Phil's inner circle, a group of top-hatted dignitaries who are responsible for planning the annual event and caring for Phil himself, summoned him from his tree stump to make his prediction shortly after 7.20 a.m. yesterday morning. For the record, Stan the Joke Man thinks Pox Tiny Phil's a piece of shit. Yeah. He ain't no fucking Nostradamus. Seriously, don't plan any fucking picnics around what that little fucker has to say. He is Captain Killjoy. Nothing that Decon couldn't handle. Six more weeks of winter, Phil says, and I think he's just an absolute douchebag. Roadkill, Phil, please. 
He's one of the most negative fuckers I know. His raining pussy get hit by a bag of dicks. Moving. Hey, there's something we got to talk about moving. Hey, I'm proud to say <laughs> I haven't done that in at least 20 years. Yay. Yeah. Before this house, I had moved no less than 17 times in my fucking 33 year life. According to the National Movers Jack Off of America or somebody, they got a uh, they got a list out that says, "Hey, here's some of the reasons you might want to move." Education. Huh? Why would I move because of education? Well, you're too fucking stupid to stay in one place. No, um moving to a district with better schooling opportunities. Yeah, you're fucking dumb. That's it. You might move because of a new relationship. Lifestyle change. New job, no job, shorter drive, closer to loved ones. I like the climate here. Need more space, need less space. I hate my fucking neighbor. Neighbors or neighborhood changes. Change of scenery altogether. Change of scenery. Going over to the reasons to move according to the uh, Jackoff Movers Association. Renting versus buying. I got kicked out. Or cashing in on home equity. Hey, everybody's got a reason to move. So who gives a fuck? I want to talk about moving itself. Because not everybody can do it right. There are some people that flat out fucking suck at moving. They can't do it. These people would have been no good back in the days when we had to pack up provisions and shit and head through the Rockies. Huh, they would have been dead before we got there. Dear Lord, Betty Jo is a good woman, and we know it is your will to take her. Buffalo trampled the shit out Shut of her. Shut up. These people suck ass at moving. If you're not losing it, you broke it accidentally gave it away, forgot it, sold it, somebody stole it. It's not entirely your fault, but mostly because you suck at moving. Yeah. I used to suck until about the fifth or sixth, twelfth time I moved, and then I got really good at it. Yeah. I'd like to share some of that knowledge with you now. You're packing room by room, and there's an inventory list of shit on every box. Here's what's in the box you're supposed to be. That's it. Oh, yeah. And be careful when it comes to packing essentials. Oh, no. You're still a month out from moving. You don't want to fuck up and pack shit that you have to end up unpacking a week before move day. But if you do do that, just go to the store or Walmart and get the travel toiletries. Live on that shit. The painting of Kenny Rogers in the man cave. Really? Do you still need that up on the wall? Yeah. Pack it. And here's another good one for you. Come moving day. Hey, if you don't want it broken, fine. Make special trips to move the delicate shit. Don't throw the fragile shit in with everything else because it will get broken. You got a 60-inch flat screen? I'll be damned if I'm going to move it with my weight bench. 
I'm going to be blanketing that fucker up and it's going to be bungeed to the side of the wall of the moving van, nice and secure, screen facing the wall of the van. And trust me, that expensive fucker is worth a special trip. So is your dead granny's china. Don't be afraid to get rid of shit, folks. You know, I've got motorcycles scattered all over this fucking country. At least seven motorcycles from one end of the country to the other, from New England all the way down to Southern California, because I leave shit. Yeah. I give my last motorcycle to a blind guy in Boston. (laughs) That's a true story. Uh, He's still alive, too. I just didn't want to move it. You shouldn't either. If it's a piece of shit you haven't used in 10 years, why are you moving that toaster again? If you can't afford to get a dumpster, go down to the local gas station, check them billboards, because I guarantee you, you'll find the number for some scrappers and some junk haulers that won't even charge you a damn dime. They'll come and just pick the shit up for the shit. Scrappers and stuff. Just look on the cork board. There's almost always somebody down there saying, hey, you need to get rid of some shit? Call me. Finally, everything is moved. Everything is over at the new place. You're getting ready to turn the keys in. You absolutely have to do a dummy check. Look under the cabinets. Look in every fucking closet up above, down below, behind walls, because... Chances are you will find something. Hey, look. Huh. That penis pump must have been here the whole time. (laughs) Just curious to see how uncomfortable this story might make you. U.S. Supreme Court Justice's John Roberts' wife is uh, under some pretty heavy allegations in court scrutiny right now. As well she should be. Chief Justice Roberts, too. How much does it take for an honorable Supreme Court justice to become a dishonorable Supreme Court justice? Chief Justice John Roberts' wife has been accepting millions and millions of commissions, millions of dollars in commissions to place lawyers in law firms around the country that do business before the Supreme Court. Did that not make your ass pucker up a little bit? Chief Justice Roberts, his wife, is out there placing lawyers in law firms, accepting millions to do so, so that law firm can then go before the Supreme Court and do business. Kendall Price argued in the letter, justices should have to disclose more information about their spouse's inside fucking work. I want to know if these Supreme Court justices are receiving six-figure fucking payments from law firms. That's important, America. And it should concern you. Could we trouble anybody to maybe pick up the fucking phone and call your senator? You know that plumber douchebag you're all in love with? The one who bought the mansion in Florida? Mark Wayne Mullen? The one who resides in Florida? Yeah, your Oklahoma senator. The one who suckered your dumbass into believing that he really represents you. 
and you bought it hook, line, and sinker, and now you got the highest fucking energy prices in the entire country. You've got nobody to blame but yourself, but could I trouble you to maybe stand up for your country and stop these dishonorable pricks? I'll give you the fucking number if you like. 202-224-4721. Ask your Florida resident Senator Mark Wayne Mullen why he isn't screaming from the rooftops over the fact that the Chief Justice is accepting money from fucking law firms via his wife to construct rulings in the Supreme Court via those exact same law firms. Now, don't expect an intellectual conversation, but insist, Oklahoma voters, that Mullen finally get off his self-serving ass, his Donald Trump-serving ass, and start representing you a little bit more. Maybe? Nah, I know what you're going to do. Continue living in denial. Fucking ignore it and things will just continue to get worse and you'll sit around wondering why. All right, let's move on to the headlines important to me, folks. The headlines important to me. We got to take a quick break right here. I want to give a big shout out to the sponsor of this show, Fire Meds Cannabis, Henrietta Stillwell. Fire Meds. Henrietta's farm-to-pipe bud dispensary and home of the $5 gram. Fire it up, hippies, with wholesale prices to the public. You're only going to find at FireMeds. Check out their entire sales menu at Leafly. That's right, Leafly. Wholesale prices to the public on one-ounce baller jars, sugar, diamonds, batter, live resin. 25% off all flour ounces every single day. Solventless rosin and carts, half the price of the competitor. And let me tell you, folks. Folks, fire meds, they don't be selling whore weed. Absolutely not. <laughs> no pimps, no middlemen. You know where your weed's been. Their farm, their bud, your pipe. Two locations, 908 West Main and Henrietta and 3rd Street in Stillwell. Know where your weed is coming from. I do. Fire meds, family farm to pipe bud dispensary, Henrietta, Oklahoma. Welcome back to the Stan the Joke Man show. We now return to an August 12th, 1949 broadcast of The Larcenous Bride, already in progress. Tonight's FBI file, The Larcenous Bride. Tonight's file opens in the hallway of an apartment house located in a large eastern city. A young couple has just gotten out of the elevator. They walk to the door of an apartment and open it. Wait, Bert. Hmm? Aren't you forgetting something, dear? Uh, what? You're supposed to carry me over the threshold. Oh. Oh, sure. Better watch your hernia. Go on, honey. Uh, there you go. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you fat ass. There you go. Well... How do you like the place? Get the fuck out oh, of here. Bert, your apartment's beautiful. <laughs> and 
saying you're beautiful. Oh, honey. Bitch is lying, man. Well, where have you two been? Oh. Mother. Hello, Mrs. Carson. Well, where have you been? Fucking out by the boat, sweetie. Well, we stopped off at ours to get my bags, Mother. We just came back to get mine. Mildred, where are your bags? Yes, you listen to what this man tells you. Hey, my friends, welcome back to the Stan the Joke Man show. Yeah, that, of course, a, a clip out of The Larcenous Bride from uh, 1949, August 12th, 1949. I don't know how Guy McAllister got his voice in there. He wasn't even born yet. Yeah, but another 20 years. But I bring up The Larcenous Bride because uh, starring as the bride there, you heard the young bride. The fat ass that got carried over the threshold. Yeah, that's Betty White. Wow. Wasn't that great? Yeah. She was already a veteran in radio. And I'm glad she's got a new apartment now. You know, I know she's full of shit. She's a larcenous bride. So she's obviously up to something. I'm going to probably listen to the rest of that show this evening. Um... Anyway, I bring Betty White up because they tore her fucking house down. They tore Betty White's house down. Can you fucking believe it? She just died New Year's Eve. She just fucking died in that house in Brentwood. 3,000 square foot Brentwood home was ripped to the ground just as soon as I got Betty White's dead ass out of there, and I guess everything's already screened through probate. And um, it was totally a land value sale. Yeah, it's Marilyn Monroe's old neighborhood. She died. They didn't tear her fucking house down. I know. I've been there. I've been to Marilyn Monroe's house. Hey, I wasn't part of her death. I wasn't even born yet. Yeah. I showed up years later. Uh, I came, this isn't a crazy enough story. I drove up to Marilyn Monroe's house with a Catholic priest. It sounds like something that might walk out of the conjuring, but I can assure you it is not. <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> the point is I was there. Marilyn had been dead for a long time and they didn't tear her shit down. What did Betty do to piss who off? Wow. Speaking of houses, they're, um, you know, the folks who own the home destroyed by Ann Haish. Remember Ann Haish? Yeah. The woman that was driving like 50, 60 miles per hour down that private residential street, crossed the street, then crashed into a home, engulfing it in flames, burning herself up and the house. Um... As tragic as the story is, people are giving the family shit because they had the gall to try to recoup their losses. They're suing the estate of Anne Haish, and people are giving them hell. I want to say thanks to Scott on Tape on YouTube for putting that footage out there and bringing this to everybody's attention. I want to share it, too. Once again, here we go. People throwing an absolute shit fit when things don't set well with them. The fact that Anne Haish was out of her mind, pilled up, crazy, is irrelevant. We don't know. So may I just point out a couple of things before you start giving the family of that home any crap? One, they're not going after Anne Haish's corpse in the ground. They're not going after her legacy or her memory. 
They're going after her insurance company. How would you like to come home and find your home burned to the fucking ground? All of your personal items gone forever. How would you like to find out you're just going to have to suck eggs and eat shit because the person that burned your house down might have been a little bit unstable and it'll hurt anybody's feelings if you try to recoup your losses through them. How sensible and just does that sound to you? Second, it's none of your fucking business. Stop sticking your fucking nose in other people's business. This is their lives, not yours, asshole. Just like Roe v. Wade. When the pregnancy goes bad and the mama's bleeding to death, It's none of your fucking business. This is a private, spiritual, family decision. Not a fucking politician or a crooked, dishonorable Supreme Court justice. That's the shit you endorse, autocrat. Because you're incapable of critical thinking and you have to be told what to believe and how to think. Well, not me. I'm an American. And I'm mega big on personal responsibility, and that's just something these spoiled brat fuckers are incapable of. All right, let's move on. Other big headlines that are important to me. Debt ceiling. We've already discussed that a long time ago. We don't need to make any more cuts to public services, douchebag Maxipad McCarthy. Mm-mm. No. The billionaires need to start paying their fucking fair share in taxes. That's a good starting point, pussy. I know you've been told to say and do something else, but you're going to do what the people say, ass. Fentanyl. This is not a new problem, folks. Another pig, different shade of lipstick. You either get high or you do not. I've got personal experience with fentanyl. I've done it in the past myself. Oh, God. Back in the 90s. I don't know where the fuck everybody else has been, but I guess when you're a drug addict, you you catch on to the new trends right away. But I have a family member. Took a ride on fentanyl, assaulted seven police officers, and damn near went to jail for it, too. He should have gone, but he didn't. Those, God bless the Bartlesville Police Department. You guys are awesome. Thank you for looking out. For anyway, um, I don't like owing the cops, but I owe you one for that. Anyway, um, I don't know. This shit was sold legally behind gas stations and shit, gas station counters and shit for fucking years. I mean, this is not new shit. It's the flavor of the month, folks. Fentanyl. In no way am I fucking endorsing it. But the fucking truth is, folks, when you get right down to it, if it's not fentanyl, it's Krylon spray paint. If it's not Krylon spray paint, it's fucking cheese whiz or cool or the whipped cream shit. It's always something. Robitussin, NyQuil. Doesn't anybody just drink a fucking beer anymore? If it's not spray paint, it's paint thinner or fucking uh, model glue. <laughs> You either want to get high or you do not want to get high. I like high. I like natural, God-given herbal high, which I am right now. Thank you very much.
Before we kick the weekend off, we're going to take a quick look back in history. Let's go back in time here. Hey, on this day in 1889, Oklahoma's very own Bell Star shot in the back. Yeah, just a few miles east of here, down by the lake. On this day in 1959, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper nosedived into a cornfield up there in Illinois. Yeah, or Idaho, excuse me. Is it Idaho? Clear Lake, Iowa. Iowa. Yeah, I knew I knew it was a state that began with the letter I. <laughs> On this day in 1924, Woodrow Wilson died, if you give a shit. New England Patriots won their first Super Bowl back in 2002. 21 years later, Tom, yeah, he's still trying to capture that magic. That ain't gonna happen, old man. He retires, he unretires, then he retires again. Now NFL owners are trying to talk him out of retirement again. Fuck it! Hey, on this day back in 1780, Barnett Davenport became America's first mass murderer. Yeah? What'd he do? Open fire with an automatic musket? Hey, you're really mowing them down, Davenport. Why don't you take a few minutes off? Hey, dipshits, are you all just going to fucking stand there? He's loading a gun here. There you go, you dumb fucks. Aren't you glad I said something? Dumb shits. Oh, no, actually, it says here, hey, everybody calm down. It says here Davenport actually, I guess he beat his family to death with a rifle. I guess up to the fourth or fifth person, they started running from him instead of standing there watching him load this shit, and he had to chase him down and beat him. Anyway, that might be a great place to end the fucking show today. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. Oh, yeah, I'm high. Stan the Joke Man shows a product of Joke Man Productions LLC on Facebook. That's a good way to get in touch with me. Broadcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon on Pandora, Apple, Amazon, and Spotify. I need a platform, folks. I need a place to put this show out there. I'm looking for you to help me share it. If you wouldn't mind, I'd really appreciate it. You guys have a fabulous fucking weekend. Me? Shit. What are we doing? Well, the weather's going to be decent, so I can promise you this. My ass is going to be outside. I got the fucking charcoal ready. <laughs> you guys rock and roll this weekend. I'll be back on Monday high noon. Until then, don't let the Chinese spy balloon fuck your weekend up. I ignore it. They'll shoot it down if they're afraid of it. They're not. <laughs> I just wish they'd hurry up and shoot it down so we can have a fucking bonfire. Yeah! Burn that shit solid. Be back on Monday. Adios, mi amigos. Bye, Candios.
brand. I wish I didn't have a pair. And the beaver was stuck for seven days, and it gave us all an awful fright. So I tickled his chin, and I gave him a 